Do you remember the Wacky Races cartoon? Uh, if you're probably if you're under forty, there's no way you have any idea of what I'm talking about. Um, the Wacky Races was basically just a cartoon. Uh, South Park kind of did a parody of it, um, where it was basically just cartoon characters who would have a car race, and uh, you know, crazy slapstick shenanigans would happen, and it was just you know fun viewing for kids on Saturday mornings or whenever it aired. Um, kind of a real life version of that took place um, in the late 1920s and it did not go well. This is our weird world. Our weird world. Welcome to Our Weird World. I am your host, John Henson, and uh, 2020, finally over. What a year this was. Uh, You know, it started with us almost getting into World War III with Iran, then pretty much all of Australia caught on fire, Uh, then Kobe died, and then the pandemic hit, and we were all quarantined over a virus that mostly just killed old people, which felt like the worst horror movie ever. And then I... Actually, I don't know what happened because uh, I'm being honest with you right now. It is May 19th, 2020, and we're still under quarantine. And I have been recording all of these episodes well in advance because I have nothing else to do. So you're welcome. Um, Hopefully, you know, now that we're seven months into the future here, uh, that, you know, maybe things are better. Probably not. Um, You know, we... uh, I think we will know who the new president is. Maybe. Uh, maybe it's the same president. How crazy would that be? You know? Um, what about, you know, maybe there's a second wave of the virus that's come through, like the 1918 Spanish flu, which, fun fact, didn't even originate in uh, Spain. It originated in Kansas. But the Spanish media covered it the most, and so they just called it the Spanish flu. as different times. Um, you know, uh, hopefully we, uh, we have champions in all of our major sports. Um, you know, I, I don't know at this point, I'm very, very much speculating. Uh, I'm just sitting in a dark room and talking out loud by myself, like a crazy person into a microphone. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance this won't even air because the world will have ended and, you know. And now these files just exist in the nether world. I don't know. All right, it's getting weird. Um, here, let's let's jump into the story. Story time. So, following Charles Lindbergh's famous solo nonstop transatlantic flight in 1927. Uh, super pineapple tycoon James Dole thought it would be a great idea to hold a competition to see who could cross a third of the Pacific Ocean from Oakland, California to Honolulu, Hawaii the fastest without dying. He offered a top prize of $25,000 along with $10,000 more going to the runner-up. However, before the competition ever happened, two two different groups had already made a full trans-Pacific flight. But 
Dole, thinking that everyone cared about his own little race, disqualified both groups from receiving the prize because neither of them landed in Honolulu, and one of them had actually crashed on the adjacent Hawaiian island of Molokai on the way back. So, you know, apparently that just didn't count. It was only the people who entered into Dole's race. Um, So on August 8th, 1927, the draw to determine uh, the starting position for each competitor was held in San Francisco. Two days later, two of the competitors, George W.D. Covell and R.S. Wagner, took off from San Diego en route to to Oakland to start the race. Uh, As soon as they took off, they quickly hit a fog bank, crashed into the ocean, and died. And that really set up you know, just the, the stupidity and the craziness that would happen around this race. Um, the next day, one of the competitors, Arthur Rogers went out for a test flight, but as he came into land, his plane nosedived and crashed, killing him instantly. At the same time, Mildred Doran, Augie Pedler, and Manly Lawling were approaching Oakland in their plane when their aircraft began to have engine trouble. Um, Although they were able to successfully land the plane in a wheat field, they didn't have any tools to fix the engine because they had decided to drop off what they thought was unnecessary cargo back in Long Beach. Another duo uh, in another area crashed their plane into the San Francisco Bay on their way to start the race, but but they survived. Finally, on August 16th, Uh, The race began in front of as many as 100,000 people with eight planes departing from Oakland. Uh, Bennett Griffin and Al Henley's plane almost immediately had to abort the flight after their engine overheated. The second plane, flown by Norman Goddard and Kenneth Hawkins, didn't even make it off the runway before it crashed. Uh, And the next plane, flown by Livingston Gilson Irving, crashed 7,000 feet beyond the runway after barely lifting off the ground. Um, You know, and, and remember, I mean, this is 1927, like... Airplanes have been around for like, what, like 20 years at this point, I think, if I know my Wright brother's history, which I should as a North Carolinian because it's kind of her thing. Anyway, um, finally, Jack Frost and Gordon Scott became the first competitors to take off without having any problems and they disappeared in the horizon. Um, Augie Pedler and Mildred Doran's plane, if you remember them, they were finally able to make their repairs and take off after... Uh, you know, after making their repairs and arriving in Oakland. However, their plane returned back to the runway 10 minutes later with more engine trouble. Um, William Portwood, Irwin, and Alvin Eichwalt's plane took off successfully, but they also had to return a few minutes later after they somehow ripped a hole in their fuselage. Uh, the next two planes, piloted by Martin Jensen and Arthur Gerbel, Gable, Gobel. I don't know, it's one of those weird German names where the pronunciation doesn't look anything like uh, the... Uh, you know, the, the spelling of it, it's G O E B E L. And I think it's Gable, but I don't, again, I didn't care enough to look up a pronunciation guide. Um, but they took off successfully. Uh, and even Augie Pedler's plane, third time's a charm flew off after another round of repairs. Um, Livingston Irving's plane, however, crashed uh, a second time on takeoff. So I think if we're, if we're able to keep track here, we've got, I think three or four planes. So half of the competitors were actually able to take off and make their way to Honolulu. Um, and actually, uh, Gerbil or Gable, whatever he, he was the first plane to land in Honolulu a little more than 26 hours after he had left Oakland. Uh, Jensen arrived two hours later to take home the second prize. The rest of the planes that hadn't crashed in Oakland were all lost at sea and never found. And, um, after making some repairs, William Irwin, uh, flew out to aid the rescue, but he also crashed into the ocean. Um, so in all 10 people died just from competing in this event. And obviously it was very much considered 
a disaster. And uh, that short little story, but that takes us to the end. So that's it. That's the story of the Dole Air Race. It's real life wacky races, uh, you know, out of what, like eight competitors, eight, ten competitors, only two actually finished. Everyone else pretty much died or never made it out of Oakland. And uh, that's I mean, that's that's just how planes were in in the 1920s. Um, Just a just a dumb little story uh, to kind of end the year on. Um, I hope genuinely that uh, we made it. (laughs) to this point in the year um and that everyone has jobs and isn't sick or didn't have any loved ones who died uh but you know who knows at this point like my generation has i feel pretty responsible for ruining the world or maybe it was the the gen xers or the last of the boomers or maybe just everyone ruined the world and now we just don't know what we're gonna do so you know Apparently, you know, we, we just, we never learn anything and that's what you call a professional transition into our, what did we learn segment? What did we learn? Yeah, that's right. I'm a radio professional. It's not radio, but. Man, I was you thought I was going in one direction and then bam, you know, turn right back around and, and hit you with the segment. Uh, what did we learn, though? Uh, number one, uh, you know, some people just have too much money and James Dole was one of them. All that fruit money uh, really went to his head and he thought that he could put on an air race, you know, with, you know, technology that had only been around for a couple of decades. And obviously, you know, that was, that was a really dumb idea. Uh, number two, uh, out of the 10 competitors, eight, 10 competitors, I don't know. I've I've lost my notes and I don't really care at this point. Um, only two made it to Hawaii to win the 25 and $10,000 prizes. And, uh, you know, number three, there is no number three. You know, I think that if anything, we've learned so far this year that the world is a really weird place and it always has been. And, you know, maybe that should help you feel better about yourself. And, uh, you know, maybe that things aren't as bad as they seem. You know, kind of like I said in the very first episode, uh, without getting all sentimental and reflection-y, you know, that things have always been pretty weird, you guys. And uh, it's best to keep that in mind, that regardless of how strange things get today, it will just be another note in the history of the world. And, you know, maybe... 50 years from now, some other weirdo with more time on his or her hands or whatever pronoun they choose to be, because that's, that's the direction we're headed. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll look back at 2020 and just be like, Whoa, a lot of, a lot of terrible stuff happened. And now we're going to talk about it. So that's, I don't, I hit the music.
next week on our weird world we start 2021 off with uh stories from the crusades um they were already really dumb to begin with hey let's take the teachings of a man who preached humility and uh doing good and force it down people's throats and kill them if they don't agree with us good job but we're gonna do it for jesus we're gonna do it for jesus and if you and if we learned anything from david berg like if you do anything it's okay as long as you do it you know in the name of love so uh we'll look at the stories of peter bartholomew the siege of marats um the children's crusade and the children's crusade uh so three stories there um obviously i mean you know you know what it's gonna be it's gonna be weird so thank you for listening uh keep telling all your friends and uh remember keep it weird